Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new, original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is News Fighters. The news so you don't have to. Hello, everyone. Welcome to News Fighters for today, March 3, 2020. I'm your regular old boring host, Dylan Bain. Okay, so first up, it's time for an update on the coronavirus, and in New South Wales, things are getting real. The Health Minister Brad Hazard suggested that people stop shaking hands. Well, I think it's time for us to uh, cease the handshaking. Uh, it would be sensible not to be handshaking. No handshaking. No handshaking? I mean, I think for Sydney siders, this will be normal for us. I mean, our traditional greeting when we encounter someone for the first time is just to yell, get out of my way! So what is the New South Wales Health Minister suggesting we do instead of shaking hands then? Well, I would be suggesting to the community in New South Wales, and indeed more broadly afoot, that it's time that uh, Aussies actually gave each other a pat on the back. You know, like your parents never gave you. But it doesn't stop there. You could be exercising a degree of care and caution um, with, with whom you choose to, uh, to kiss. What? No more indiscriminately French kissing my mailman or my barista on a daily basis. Sorry, Corey, no more kissy-kissy for you. The New South Wales fun police have ruled it out. But New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard says there's no need to be totally alarmed. Common sense should prevail. Um, It's uh, not as if uh, our faces are constantly touching uh, public spaces. Yeah, except for this passionate fellow in Iran. This man is one of several who've posted videos of themselves licking a famous shrine to prove it's safe. Yeah, he was just licking that shrine to see if it was safe from the coronavirus. He wasn't... Uh, still high from the Mardi Gras on the weekend or anything. Meanwhile, around the world, the authorities are saying there's one simple way to protect yourself from coronavirus. Wash your hands. That's all you've got to do. We all have to be washing our hands. The single most useful thing that we can all do is to wash our hands. Washing my hands? This is Sydney. We haven't had a public toilet with soap in it since 1998. All right, how long should I wash my hands for? Two times happy birthday. 
keep scrubbing until you've sung the happy birthday song twice. You know, that song your parents never sung you. To get the hand-washing message out, the World Health Organization has joined youth social media platform TikTok, normally home to lip-syncing videos and dance-offs. Here's a clip from their first video. Frequently clean your hands using an alcohol-based hand rub product like a gel or wash your hands with soap and water. Ugh, boring. WHO, you should add some rap music or some dancing at least. It's the motherfucking New coronavirus. Yeah, I did a bit of a troll through the old TikTok memes and it turns out there's already the perfect TikTok coronavirus meme template. It's this one for when the government tells you you have to self-isolate for 14 days, but you can't because you've never had paid sick leave in your entire life. You know, I'd, I'd really like to do that, but I don't have any fucking money. Like, 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 I don't have any fucking money. And if this is making you feel doomed, maybe that's why people are doing this. As the virus spreads, so too does the panic buying. Bulk buying at supermarkets as shoppers stockpile food essentials and toiletries. Yes, everyone is panic buying because of the coronavirus. Or at least that's what I said when I ran into a workmate who caught me buying 10 frozen pizzas and four blocks of chocolate last night. Uh, yeah, panic buying, coronavirus, gotta stock up. But there's no need to worry, everyone, while the Australian media keeps us up-to-date and well-informed with their smartest and brightest coronavirus experts. Well, for more on the coronavirus emergency, we're joined by Nationals MP Barnaby Joyce. But it turns out it's not just our personal health we have to worry about. It's starting to look like our economy could be getting sick. They have lowered interest rates by 0.25% to an all-time low of 0.5%. Clearly, fears over coronavirus and what that will do to our economy are driving this decision. Protecting the economy from a recession will take more than a bar of soap. Yes, everyone, a recession could be on the way. But don't worry, Scott Morrison and the Coalition have perfectly figured out how to blame the coronavirus for the fact they've been in power for the last seven years. Hands up those who thought there was going to be a coronavirus epidemic when the budget was um, released last May. Of course no one did. These are unknown global shocks. Yes, if it does happen, this would be Australia's first recession since the early 90s. And I think the coalition's already figured out how to tweak Paul Keating's famous announcement message on it. First thing to say is that the accounts do show that Australia's in a recession. The most important thing about that is... This is a recession. Nobody saw coming because of coronavirus, right? It's all coronavirus's fault, I swear. And the bushfires, nothing to do with us. Vote Liberal 2022. Yeah, and if you really want to know how uh, Scott Morrison will handle a recession, listen to this. People last year, in October, in August, in September, telling us to splash money around on goodness knows what. We kept our heads at that point. And we've kept our heads as we're continuing to move through these crises now. And we will continue to keep our heads because that's what the Australian people elect us to do. We're not a government that engages in extreme fiscal responses. Yeah, forget about large-scale stimuluses like Labor used to get us through the GFC. Austerity will fix it. Every man for themselves. Okay, while we're on uh, recession GDP in the economy, last week, Labor Shadow Treasurer Jim Chalmers argued that maybe we should be shifting our views slightly, and he floated the idea of a well-being budget. I'm saying that we should measure additional things, like intergenerational disadvantage, like the impacts of mental health, like environmental sustainability. Yeah, intergenerational disadvantage. Maybe we should have a look at how young people are faring in the economy right now. A third of young Australians have admitted to stealing toilet paper from work to save money on top of loo roll. People have also admitted to stealing tea and coffee 
Even bin bags? Yeah, forget panic buying. I'm all for the panic stealing toilet paper from your workplace. I just don't know how I'm meant to sneak it out of my backpack every day. That's going to take a long time. So this idea of a wellbeing budget, it's caught on around the world. New Zealand government will this week hand down a budget guided by wellbeing indicators. Jacinda Ardern says it's important to look beyond traditional economic measures to gauge a society's success. The Prime Minister of Iceland, Katrin Jacobsdottir, is urging other governments to adopt a new green, family-friendly way of measuring their country's wealth. And her country is leading the way. Jacobsdottir has teamed up with Scotland's Nicola Sturgeon and New Zealand's Jacinda Ardern to promote what they've dubbed the well-being agenda. It even made it to America, where Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang talked about it a lot. You know, I mean, if you have, like, trucks magically drive themselves, that's like a boon to GDP because you can get the same work done without having to spend all this money <laughs> on humans. Um, but is that going to be good for human well-being? In a lot of communities, it's going to be devastating. Where right now, if you were to have pipes that are poisoning kids, um, that actually shows up positively in GDP. And he's right. Measuring an entire country's progress by the benchmark of the economy and GDP can be really bad for our health. It doesn't take the whole picture into account. For example, if you run into an old friend and they say, how are you going? You don't respond by saying, I'm great. My household income increased 1.3% this quarter. No, you talk about your family, your health, your family's health, all the food you're stockpiling and how awful the new Justin Bieber song is. Yeah, when's the World Health Organization coming up with a vaccine for my ears for that song? So, of course, upon hearing about Jim Chalmers' idea for a well-being budget, Josh Frydenberg, of course, laid into it as some hippy-dippy bong-smoking fantasy in Parliament. I was thinking yesterday, as the member for Rankin was coming into the chamber, fresh from his ashram, deep in the, uh, deep in the mountains of the Himalayas, barefoot into the chamber, but robes flowing, incense burning, beads in one hand, well-being budget in the other. Stuff measuring child poverty and mental health, that's for hippies. All that matters is we keep measuring this unbridled eternal economic growth that's working so well for everyone. Wait, where's all the toilet paper from my office gone? Anyways, then Josh Frydenberg said something that sounded really weird. Mr. Speaker, where's the member for Rankin when you need a hug in this place, Mr. Speaker? He's sounding like he's against hugs. Is the Liberal Party's toxic masculinity so out of hand that they're against a little cuddle every now and then? Is the Liberal Party's next election slogan going to be tax cuts, not hugs? Mind you, with the coronavirus outbreak, all we might be allowed soon is... Pat on the back. Okay, now a big thank you to all the hosts and writers who helped out on my mini uh, two-show daily pilot run last week. An amazing experience uh, to test run what it would be like if we did News Fighters as a daily show. Could happen, could happen. Now we had so much great material that we actually ran out of time for Michael Chamberlain's take on the worldwide outpouring of support for bullying victim Quaden Bales. So let's quickly play that before it gets even less topical. Now, let me tell you about this thing called the internet. It's inside your computer, it's inside your phone, and in some cases, if you've got too much money, it's in your fridge. At its very best, the internet is amazing. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie bit me. That's it. That is peak internet, my friends. Now, I'm sure you're aware of the story of Quaid and Bales, a bullied nine-year-old from Queensland whose mother posted this clip online last week. So I've just picked Quaid, my son up from school, witnessed a bullying episode, rang the principal, and I want people to know, parents, educators, teachers, this is the effect that bullying has. Oh boy. From those heartbreaking images, the best of the internet kicked in. Thousands reached out to Quaid to show their support. 
including Wolverine himself. Quaden, you are stronger than you know, mate. And no matter what, you've got a friend in me. Damn you, Hugh. Why are you just so damn perfect? British blowhard, sorry, broadcaster Piers Morgan also tweeted his support for Quaden. Uh, to which the nine-year-old replied, yeah, I'm good. And on Saturday night, this even happened. Quaden Bales led National Rugby League's Indigenous All-Stars team onto the pitch on Australia's Gold Coast to rapturous applause from the crowd. What a beautiful moment. And isn't it nice to see a headline about the NRL that doesn't involve the words allegedly or motel? And it got even better for Quaden. American comedian Brad Williams, who also has dwarfism, started a GoFundMe account to send Quaden and his family to Disneyland. It raised more than $300,000. And that's $300,000 US dollars. Convert that to Australian dollars. You have what I believe economists describe as a shit ton of cash. With that kind of money, Quaden will be able to go to Disneyland 4,000 times. Or he can go once and buy two hot dogs. Well, that's a nice story, isn't it, guys? Everything has ended happily ever after. Nothing to see here. I mean, surely the internet won't make this story take a weird turn. Now come online articles and accusations from many posting and saying he's an actor and that this was all a hoax. It has come out that this might not even be a kid at all. It might be a grown man who has just finessed the internet. Is... Quaden Bales, nine years old or 18, and is he a bullied kid or an actor who's got tons of dough? And stop. There you have it. It took the internet four days, 15 hours, and 42 minutes to ruin a heartwarming story. You know, that's actually a little bit slow for the internet these days. Thankfully, this quote-unquote controversy was quickly put to bed. His mum, Yarika Bales, has been forced to deny conspiracy theories that her son is actually 18 years old, sharing a video from rapper Cardi B online. Everybody keeps saying, like, oh, I, he's lying about his age, this and that. Now everything is going to be like the last case. I really don't think that he's lying on, on his age. And just because there's videos of him flossing money and acting all gangster and acting all cool and everything, it doesn't mean that kids do not pick on him. Ah, yes. Once again, Cardi B, the voice of reason as usual. So, internet conspiracy theorists have forced the mum of a nine-year-old, who is a nine-year-old, to come out in public to debunk theories that her nine-year-old wasn't a nine-year-old by stating that, in fact, her nine-year-old was a nine-year-old. <sighs> Can't we just go back to simpler times? <laughs> Charlie. Oh yeah, that's the good stuff. Okay, now an update to that story. The family has declared they wish to donate the money pledged over a million dollars to anti-bullying and kids' mental health charities. Those selfish bastards donating all their money to charity. How dare they? No, no, seriously, good for them. Hope they manage to wrestle the money away from those internet crowdfunding overlords. Okay, that's News Fighters for today, March 3rd, 2020. Big thank you to everyone who subscribed to my YouTube channel this week. Keep it up. YouTube.com slash C slash News Fighters. Uh, and don't forget to uh, subscribe on your podcasting app if you are listening to this on, uh, on YouTube. And uh, if you're feeling generous, write us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Keep fighting. Wash your hands. And bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.